Welcome to the Arthroscopy Association's Arthroscopy Journal podcast. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the Arthroscopy Association or the Arthroscopy Journal. I'm Dr. Chris Tucker from the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center and founder of the podcast. I'd like to introduce Dr. Aravind Athaviraham from Chicago, Illinois. Dr. Athaviraham serves as an associate professor in the Department of Orthopedic Surgery and Rehabilitation at the University of Chicago. Dr. Athaviraham was the senior author on a paper titled Orthopedic Shoulder Surgery in the Ambulatory Surgical Center, Safety and Outcomes, which was published in the September 2019 issue of the Arthroscopy Journal. His co-authors included Drs. Charles Kinn, Daniel Curtis, Bruce Ryder, Louis Shee, and Michael Lee. Welcome, Aravind, and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Aravind, can you start us off with some brief background on this study and where the idea came from and what your intent was for the paper? Absolutely. Uh, there's been an increasing trend, as we know, towards doing surgeries in the ambulatory surgery centers, which are also known as uh, ASCs, rather than what's known as hospital-based outpatient departments, also known as uh, HOPDs. And I think much of this uh, could be due to a certain preference just based on location or perceived efficiency. Uh, and there's a cost difference to payers as well. But it's previously unknown whether or not the risk for adverse events are influenced by the setting of outpatient surgical care. And that was the main impetus for this current study. Yeah, I think it's a great topic, and uh, I applaud you and your co-authors for studying this and getting something out in the literature. The two stated purposes of this study were to determine whether the risk of adverse events and readmissions after non-arthroplasty shoulder surgery was influenced by the setting of outpatient surgery, comparing the hospital-based outpatient departments with ambulatory surgical centers, and to identify the risk factors associated with those adverse events. Can you tell us how you went about doing this? Yeah, we use a commonly uh, known insurance database known as the Pearl Driver, uh, and we specifically use the uh, Humana Claims database, which included about 20 plus million privately insured and Medicare Advantage patients for a period of 10 years from 2007 to 2016 inclusively. For those listeners unfamiliar with the difference, can you define for us what constitutes an ambulatory surgical center versus the hospital-based outpatient department? Uh, certainly. So an ambulatory surgical center, or ASC, you know, as you know, are structurally separate, but also administratively and financially independent from the operations of a, the hospital system. Uh, this is contrasted with an HOPD, which is owned entirely by the hospital and is fully integrated both administratively and financially into that system. An HOPD can be structurally separate, but it needs to be within a 35-mile radius of the main hospital. So in your methods, you decided to query multiple factors for both cohorts, including such things as age, sex, race, anesthesia type, and something called the Charlson Comorbidity Index, or CCI. Can you explain for us exactly what is the CCI and how is that useful for this study? Absolutely. The uh, Charlson Comorbidity Index, also known as the CCI, is commonly used in these uh, database-type studies to look at these medical comorbidities. So it incorporates multiple of these uh, medical comorbidities, such as diabetes, heart disease, pulmonary disease, liver disease, for example, and it assigns weights to each of these comorbidities with, you know, six being the most severe and one being the least severe. And it comes to a summation of these weighted uh, comorbidity scores for each of these conditions. And the summated scores is the uh, CCI. Outside of the actual published uh, findings in the paper, what's your personal anecdotal experience with this comorbidity index? Is that something that's being used routinely in practice or is it more of a research-based index? At least for me right now, it's a little more of a research-based index, but I think um, 
it definitely gives you one score to potentially look at if you're trying to decide between, you know, where to do the surgery. I think it's certainly a uh, reasonable score to look at. But at least for my practice, I currently use it more for the research setting, especially for these large database studies. Sure. And I, I think, you know, based on the more information that comes out there, especially studies like this, um, we may see it being put into practice more commonly. Um, but more to follow on that, I'm sure. Okay. Jumping into the meat of the paper here, can you tell us what your key findings were? Yeah, so I think our, our main uh, finding was that, you know, all the outcomes that we studied, including unexpected admission, 90-day uh, readmission, uh, DVT, uh, pulmonary embolism, wound fracture, were all slightly higher in the HOPD core, and all these were statistically significant. And then we also found that, uh, for example, the regional anesthesia use was higher in the uh, ASC setting versus open surgery was more common in the HOPD setting. Uh, we also found that surgical volume overall was increasing in the uh, ASC setting, you know, as, as we looked at it kind of per year. Secondarily, you know, the, we also found that other factors associated with un, unplanned admission included, you know, this Charleston Corbidity Index that we talked about, or CCI, was higher. Uh, the HOPD location was also associated with a high risk of unplanned admission. Uh, general anesthesia, male sex, and open surgery all uh, factors associated with unplanned admission. Very interesting. Uh, were any of these things surprising to you all? I mean, most of these were kind of expected. You know, if you look at things like, you know, the CCI, um, open surgery, general anesthesia, all these are associated with more complex procedures. But we did not expect, so what we did, you know, something interesting called the propensity matching, where we tried to uh, equalize these risk factors between the two groups, the HOPD and ASC. And even after propensity matching, uh, what we found that there was a two-fold increase in unplanned admissions in the HOPD setting. So this was somewhat surprising. What's your current practice with respect to triaging patients undergoing outpatient shoulder surgery with respect to location of their surgery? Have you made any modifications to your approach based on the results from this study or any other factors? Yeah, so mine is a, you know, kind of a typical academic practice. And, uh, you know, in that type of practice, you know, we typically perform surgeries in the uh, HOPD associated with the main hospital. But, you know, we are in the process of expanding to, you know, more suburban or more, you know, less uh, urban locations. And, you know, we're, we're, you know, have the option of doing surgery at these ASCs. And from the standpoint of, you know, the results of the study, it's made me a lot more enthusiastic about, you know, offering this as an option to my patients in these more suburban locations. As stated in your limitations, one of the potential adverse events following outpatient shoulder surgery is an emergency room visit in the post-op period and this was unaccounted for based on your study design and methods. Based on your methods, uh, you would also not capture those patients who presented to a different facility or those cases in which insurance wasn't used. What are your thoughts on these limitations? Yeah, I agree. You know, one of the, uh, you know, main limitations of database study is, you know, kind of a lack of kind of granular data at the individual patient level. Uh, but it is really nice to look at these, you know, overall big picture, you know, questions. You know, we had made a decision because uh, you know, at the time when we designed the study, because you know, if we looked at emergency room visits alone, it wouldn't necessarily capture the, um, you know, visits to urgent care, for example. And you know, it's hard to know in terms of you know why patients you know come to emergency room, you know, the severity of that you know condition that they're seeking versus you know we know for a fact that they're readmitted and that you know uh, immediately uh, gets to a higher implication. But that being said, you know, there was other studies that kind of looked at this question. And, you know, one of these studies showed about a 7% rate of patients that, you know, went to the ER within seven days of surgery following uh, rotator cuff surgery. So uh, that paper, for example, would give us an idea of, you know, maybe the number we might have missed, so about 7%. Sure. 
Another interesting comment in your paper stated that although the rates of complications like DVT, PE, infection, readmission rates were all statistically lower in the ASC setting, even after matching for demographics and the comorbidity burden, that absolute difference was still less than 1%, suggesting this difference isn't really clinically meaningful. It's interesting to me because I'm not aware of any established threshold for the minimum clinically important difference or MCID for post-op complications. I don't know if you are or what your thoughts are on this. Yeah, I'm not aware of uh, MCID for post-op complications either. And I think that's a really good point that you raise in that when you look at the absolute numbers, uh, even even though the statistically the differences are significant, the absolute numbers are very small. So you're going to kind of see that in these large database studies uh, where, you know, just because of the number of patients, even though the difference is small, you know, statistically, you'll find these, you know, significant results. So I, I think kind of the take home, you know, at least from, from my end is not necessarily saying that doing, you know, surgeries in HOPD is, is, is bad or anything like that. But overall, if you look at the complication rates, they're both low in both the HRPD and ASC setting. So in that sense, you know, doing outpatient shoulder surgery in both of these settings are safe. And, you know, we, we could say that, you know, surgeons already, uh, you know, making appropriate patient selection from, from that standpoint, since that, you know, when you look at the absolute numbers, they're very low in terms of complication rates and readmission rates. Right. I mean, I think we all appreciate that complication rates are low. And one of the one of the things that you commented on was that we're doing safe surgery regardless of where we're doing it. And uh, I think that's reassuring to all of us who do outpatient shoulder surgery that um, at least whether we choose to do it at the ASC or HOPD, um, we can still expect to have fairly low complication rates. So now I'd like to get your comments on the editorial commentary for the article written by Drs. Plancher and Peterson. They mentioned that caution must be taken when interpreting results from these large database studies like yours when considering certain potential biases that may be present, such as the different reporting standards across the institutions when it comes to the subject of these complications and safety and other confounding factors such as you know, surgeon experience, financial incentives, and such. They suggest the idea of this quote, consumer-driven model of care in which patients are stratified by a yet-to-be-invented risk score and then offer the opportunity to choose between their various options for surgery, including the setting, um, paying a scaled price based on their risk score, et cetera. This is certainly intriguing. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that was a great editorial and a great suggestion uh, by, by Drs. Uh, Plancher and Peterson. So even though this study, you know, the main purpose, you know, showed that the, um, the risk of adverse events and uh, readmission rates are low in both settings, you know, what we did not look at was cost. And, you know, what's really interesting is there is a uh, calculator online to look at, you know, kind of Medicare, you know, costs uh, for both the hospital, the payer, and, and the patient. And, you know, for example, when you look at a commonly done surgery such as, you know, rotator cuff repair, for example, under Medicare, you know, for, you know, when the surgery is done in the ASC, the total cost would be, you know, close to about $2,700 with the patient paying about $550 uh, of that uh, cost. Uh, whereas when you you know use the same uh, cost calculator and, and place the surgery in an HOPD setting, the total cost is more than double, close to five thousand seven hundred dollars, with the patient paying close to eleven hundred dollars. So, the, the cost differences are not insignificant. So, kind of as Dr. Plancher and Peterson alluded to, I think as long as it's safe to do medically, I think it's a great idea to involve the patient in the decision making where the surgery takes place. Uh, as it does, you know, implicate them certainly from the cost standpoint. 
that being said, insurers are definitely aware of these differences, and there's certainly some efforts underway to kind of equalize pay- payments between the two settings so the cost differences are not so vast. Yeah, I certainly appreciate your thoughts on that. To close, could you share with our listeners one or two take-home points with respect to safety and outcomes of shoulder surgery, depending on surgical setting, that they can incorporate into their own practices? Yeah, certainly. So kind of as we already uh, brought about in our in our podcast, you know, outpatient shoulder uh, surgery performed in HOPD and ASC settings uh, were both found to be associated with uh, very low admission rates, readmission rates, and complications. However, patients with high risk factors for unplanned admissions, such as you know males with a higher comorbidity burden, undergoing open surgery under general anesthesia, potentially may be more suitable for the HOPD setting, uh, since admission from an ASC setting may be a little more challenging. Great. Thanks again for sharing your thoughts with us today, Aravin. Dr. Athavirham's article titled Orthopedic Shoulder Surgery in the Ambulatory Surgical Center Safety and Outcomes can be found in the September 2019 issue of the Arthroscopy Journal, which is available online at www.arthroscopyjournal.org. Aravin, thanks again for joining us. Uh, Thank you for having me, Chris. This concludes this edition of the Arthroscopy Journal podcast. Thank you for listening. Please join us again next time.